Welcome to the Nerd Alternative, a sweet melting pot of all things nerdy. Today, we have myself, and we have... Me, Ram. <laughs> Me, Hassan. Me, Josh. Yeah, man, he's back. Yes. Josh has returned. And you know if Josh is here, that means we're talking about his favourite thing in the world, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to have our part two review now that they're... That amazing Disney Plus show is over. Talking about our thoughts and maybe speculation for the future. We'll see. But before then, we have some news bits. Um, Fall Guys was bought by Epic Games. Mm. I forgot that See game it. existed. I'll be honest with you. I, that, that <laughs> proper, it was it was an intense, brief but intense fling. But um, I haven't played that game in a while. I mean, what does this mean for Fall Guys exactly? Um, probably like just financial security because like they are free to play so like all of their money was coming through monetization but if people are falling off it pun intended um the the necessary like need for like kind of a constant cash flow or like financial security from like a big company is like really necessary mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. especially like if they get um, pushes from epic in certain other games and that kind of stuff or if they get to use epic properties to like make skins and that kind of stuff like it's a big boon for them ah yes yes of course you get you get access to a lot of um epics kind of library i suppose and and, mm. and that push behind it what do you think we're going to start seeing like um master chief full guy people or, or or something like that give it give it a few weeks we'll see what happens yeah. <laughs> like i saw something um apparently that they they eat through their feet or something like that like the four guys people the little like my dude this this law against this this law is getting worse (laughs) worse and worse and worse like they they showed us the um the skeleton of them first and i don't know what that was about like they were like honestly for for, like four guys twitter is one of my favorite places on the internet because it's just so weird like it's so weird man it's like yeah, for real. Like are they they like anytime you think something is innocent in that game, they like dial up the creepy just just a bit. Yeah. I don't like what I just saw. <laughs> yeah, they have this weird they have this weird oh, neck like spine it. thing. It, it's it's very um bizarre. Mm. The shout ice stalks, to, man. The ice stalks. For the devs over there, you know, it's nice to get some money behind them. Actually, talking about being bought, didn't the Bethesda transaction finally get go through yes. now? Yeah, yeah. So that's now official too. And I think I, oh, yeah. I, I might maybe someone on Twitter was lying. I'm not sure, but I saw somewhere that um they've confirmed that some games are going to be exclusive. I don't know how. I don't know if someone was just like um I I'm not sure. Like they like Phil Spencer said it before. Like he's not going to make everything exclusive. Like he said that strap is like he, they, that's not his aim. That's not what he really wants to do. But some things, of course, they're going to make it. Of course, they're going to make it like um, exclusive because they need to have like like uh, console sellers, you know. Yeah, time. I mean, game Game Pass alone that that will that would sell a console. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 someone said, you know, look at Josh, I see you. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if someone if someone said, you know, the next Skyrim or or what's the other one? Star 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 Starfield Starfield Star, Star Rim. I'm going to call it Field Field Starfield. <laughs> um. Is you know it, it, you know how the marketing goes. You can play it with Game Pass on Xbox. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's I think that will that will sell it. I'm I, like, maybe maybe we get Josh's thoughts because he's the only one with yeah. the Xbox. So. No, but this is a bit. I've been to you. so I was talking to my girlfriend about this like yesterday. I was like, 
I've got the Xbox, but I've, I've hardly played it. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed you haven't really. I remember you went for a little phase at the beginning, and then I you kind of just didn't. I kind of, kind of fallen off it, but I think it's because I just don't not as much time as I as I used to have. But I just feel that there isn't any killer IPs on the Xbox right now. I'm, I'm I can play old games if I want to. I'm, mm. I'm I'm really a sports game guy, so I'm really casual when it comes to games. And a lot of sports games this year have been horrible, like mm-hmm. from Madden to FIFA to NBA 2K. They've all been kind of shit, and they've tried to overcharge people for some next gen upgrade. And I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm you're gonna miss me with that. So yeah, it's just I heard I heard that they were going to do um an event with um, Bethesda this month. I don't I've know heard about yeah yeah. I don't know how true that is, but I think Xbox needs to do a lot more. Um, but I think they're fortunate because I think all the consoles have done well because of this pandemic anyway. So we're not we're not going to get like a, a true figure for the next I think for the next couple of years anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um like the like right now there's no real console seller for either console. There's Demon Souls, but that is a niche game. Like yeah. if, if we're gonna be like bluntly honest about it, the only one right now, like kind of in the current gen, is the <laughs> Switch that's really doing bits. Yeah, it's very it's weird how the only Xbox game we have is the medium, which is a very a, a horror game. That, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's quite niche. And then on the PlayStation side, it's Demon Souls, which again is quite quite niche. It's like why why would you even bother if you haven't if you haven't got the the money? And especially seeing as these consoles are hard to get, it's like what's the point? If they were everywhere, you might one day just be like, you know what graphical upgrade i'm not gonna lie the one good thing and i'm sure you've noticed it as well josh is the si- the constant 60 frames like on like every game like it's a big it, it's a big difference you know <clears throat> but apart from that and even the, um what's that thing called when you quick play that's amazing mm. it's annoying sometimes though so quick play for people who have this xbox yeah quick play i i got fifa uh what's it called fifa 21 download off ea yeah but because I never quit the game, I turned it back on and it was like, oh, your your time is finished. And I was like, what? I played one match. And it all like literally just went all the way out. Because a quick play, oh, you have to quit the game. If you don't quit the game, oh, it stays on. And I was just yeah, like... Yeah, you know what? Like I, sometimes I like I turn on my PlayStation and then I'll click into the game. I pick up my phone, but then it's already like in straight away. like like, yes. And it's not even paused. I, I hear that. I hear that still. It's very annoying. That, but, that's yeah. annoying. It's good when you're actively playing, but you know, sometimes when you're like, you're just li- lounging, you're like looking around or whatever, like it's yeah. like boom, but you know. And um, when I suck at FIFA and I lose a match, I always quit. I never, I never lose a match in career mode. I'm always like, quit the game, start again. <laughs> but you can't do that. <laughs> Have you seen that clip of um, Snoop Dogg playing Madden and then he the just rage quits? Yeah, no, I see it. I'm going to say, it's so funny. I think, I think Snoop Dogg was tr- streaming on Twitch, yeah, and then he just like rage quit and just left, left, <laughs> left. In his big old age, he's, he's rage quitting. It's so funny. Like, I was cracking up for time. I'm going to, I'll send it to you guys. Still. It's funny. Um, but yes, moving on. Ram, you can take this one. Um, BAFTA announced the nominations for the 2021 British Academy Games Awards. Um, there were a lot of, there were a lot of nominations. Um, so Last of Us Part 2 got 30 nominations, which is the highest number of nominations for a game in the BAFTA Games history. I think they started in like 2004. So they're not like super old, but that's still quite it's a lot. It's a pedigree. It's a pedigree. Yeah. They've been here for a bit. Um, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima got 10 nominations, eight nominations for Hades, 
seven nominations for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is cool. Um, six nominations for Dreams and five nominations for Animal Crossing and Four Guys both. Um, and then they had a section called Games Beyond Entertainment, which was my favorite section because it was like most of the games that I've actually played. <laughs> um, but before I forget, which we covered on our um, Black Games Developers episode got nominated, which is super cool. Um, and as well as like Spirit Spiritfarer, which I've obviously played on my favorite game um, and um, Animal Crossing as well. Um, so it's a good I feel like a lot of things that deserved their nominations got nominated. I when, feel when, like... Uh, hmm? Sorry, go on. Okay. I was going to ask when the awards are. When, when, are, when are they? Um, a oh, month, I think. Um, it's yeah, not like hugely far 25th away. 25th of March. Oh, okay. Is yeah, it going to be like a virtual thing? Yeah, it's going to be a 90-minute live stream. I'm really sad because they used to host this at my workplace. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember. I think next year, the next year awards might be a bit dead, though. <laughs> looking, looking, at, looking at this library it might be like skyward sword re, re, remake for game of the year i thought for a second you're gonna be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna fight our way in there we're gonna, yeah, like, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> ram would get us in there um clean. that's that's the aim man we're gonna be professional journalists <laughs> we're gonna be there we're gonna do it do, i mean do you guys think that it's gonna do you think there's gonna be any like sort of upsets or do you think it's just gonna be the games that you expect to win to win um, yeah, I think it's pretty much already like kind of Last of Us is going to clean up. Hades are going to do like all of the games nominated are going to win something. Um, I don't think there's anything on the list that surprised anyone. There's nothing that's really like come out of left field. It's the Game Awards Plus essentially for me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you can literally look at the Game Awards and see who you know what cleaned up there, what got nominated there. It's pretty mm. much. The same issue. Ooh, Valorant. Sorry. I mean, I, honestly, I'm I'm really happy that like Hades is getting more love because like Supergiant Games, they've been consistently like putting out really, really good games. And Hades is like the distillation of like a lot of their kind of um art and music and kind of gameplay styles. It's I, I love the I love their stuff. I really do. So I'm Wait. really happy that Hades is winning stuff. That's good. Is this game of the year I'm looking at? Um yeah, you can you know how no, just... BAFTA always do that E game where you vote. Yeah. Your favorite game. So, so this it's is... Hades, Call of Duty, Warzone. They put Warzone for game of the year, you know, they're taking the absolute birdies. But I feel like because they know people are gonna vote for that or want to vote for that anyway. I like Valorant. I know I know Hassan, I know. No, I, I I've got no beef with Valorant. Um I've I've got I've got beef with Warzone. I've got beef with Activision, but like this this isn't the time or place for that. <laughs> okay. Um moving on. So we have new Switch rumors. I'm not gonna say the name of that. I, I, it's like Aula. I'm gonna say Switch Aula. Um. So there was a patent that was put out for a seven-inch OLED screen, a little bit larger than usual. And there's been a lot of talks about basic. I mean, th- this has been kind of floating around for a long time. Uh, this HD, a HD Switch, right? Um. This this new pattern, I think the OLED screen is still 720, but where the alleged magic comes in is when it's in docked mode, apparently. Um, and because I think PlayStation and Microsoft is AMD, but Nintendo is still NVIDIA. So NVIDIA has this, um, what they call DLSS technology. I can't remember what it stands for, but what it does is it allows, it can kind of allow... Super Saiyan? Basically, that's what it is. Like it allows the, it allows the current soft hardware to like 
up-res and produce like stronger graphics without having to essentially replace the part. So they're planning to have this switch that allegedly, because <laughs> I still find it a bit, that can allegedly go up to 4K in docked mode. This would be up-res, but still, that, that's for, for Nintendo. We know Nintendo always falls behind in the power and the graphic, you know, fidelity kind of section. So, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on a 4K switch? Um, I can jump in. Um, I'm I'm really happy about it. Um, there's a certain element of like feature proofing they're going for here, so I don't think we're gonna get like a Switch Two coming out like anytime soon. Like, there's not really gonna be like the next generation for Nintendo, but at least this way they can kind of keep up with like new graphics and like kind of like better quality games kind of going forward. So I'm super happy with that. That's that's not a problem. Um. I think like OLED screens are like super crisp as well. I really love them. Um, for like the Nintendo like color palette and like the kind of games they put out there. Perfect. I mean, it's cool. perfect. I think it's cool, but I also mm. I feel like I'm not really someone who pays that much attention to graphics. To be honest, so like mm. I just like um. I think I'm a bit of a techie, so I probably will invest. I'm I'm that guy that will get like the Nintendo 3DS, the, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS, you know, whatever. Just give, give it to me. Just give it to me. Give it to me. The 4D 3DS. Yeah, <laughs> I've never really um I've never really got into Nintendo at all. And it's mm. not it's not any hate towards Nintendo. It's just that I think Nana my 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 brother in law had a Wii and I remember playing or is it Zelda Twilight Zelda Princess? Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like this is the first game I've ever actually felt like a hero, but I've never followed it up. And um, I think that's a little bit of me that, that kind of wants to be like, just like, I think that was me being a fanboy. But now that I've got like my son, I feel like if there was any console I was going to get him into, it's going to be Nintendo. Definitely. So I'm going I'm to uh, keep my eye on it and then see, see if I have any cash lying around. <laughs> no, it's definitely, that, that, is, that's, that is it though. Yeah. That's uh, even like my daughter, like, she doesn't she was she doesn't she looks at the playstation she doesn't care she's the switch she wants to play the switch she wants to play pokemon you know all, all of that stuff so it's a good and and there's a lot of like casual games that you can kind of sit there and like play and have something on in the background it, it, i that's why I, that's part of why i enjoy the switch but similarly in kind of the same vein it seems amd are also trying to come up with this with their own kind of version of this dlss technology which they do aim to roll out across all of their kind of chipsets. And this actually could mean that there would be a graphical boost in both the PS5 and Series X. Um, I haven't done too much research on this, but I think what could be interesting about this is it might possibly negate too many half-step consoles, if that makes sense. Um, If you're able to... um, upscale a console it might be a thing where game devs can make console a game that kind of meets a certain type of you know power threshold and your console might still be able to run it as long as you have the right kind of firmware update or whatever again i haven't done too much research but i just think it's quite interesting all of this sort of technology that's kind of coming out you know Hmm. i'm I'm into it there's um we're, we're like we're consistently like blurring the line between console and a pc um and i think like i don't really want that line to ever go away because it's like there's a reason why i buy a console it's because i don't want to buy a pc like every few generations because it's just too expensive um 
but like there's certain parts of that which make total sense to me and like it like 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 you see with this generation now right like you know how like the ps4 like when the ps5 came out there wasn't really much going for the ps5 like if we have like a bigger gap between we won't have like now where we're sitting where there's this huge library of games that people are never going to play because they're like oh i'm just gonna go get the new thing like i i i I really enjoy like how curated and like how how much amazing work has kind of gone into like the library of ps4 games and like I want to see like generations kind of embrace that a bit more. Yeah, I do. I do kind of like, I'm not saying I'm for like PC versus console and console wars in general, but I do enjoy, especially now this generation, how different, especially with Sony and Microsoft, the directions that they're going in. And it does feel like it's more of a, you know, if game passes for you, it's like, instead of competing with each other, like every kind of, let's say major gaming brand is doing their own kind of thing which i think is interesting i do like the the advancements but like you said i kind of enjoy the fact that the line is still there like you said most people buy consoles for a reason me as a new pc like gamer like it's hassle you know when you get a new game and you have to go into the settings every time you get a new game and tweak the settings and play for a bit and then tweak the settings you know it's a bit i don't really miss that (laughs) i really don't um I'm I'm kind of working my way back up to you like for PC though so it's uh, there's there's a good and a bad thing for both PC and consoles and I just think like everyone should be able to make that distinction for themselves yeah I agree Mm, um our last bit of news moving away from the games a little bit uh DC Comics has finally launched their Infinite Frontier um Future State is finally finished I, I know a lot of people thought it was a bit of a drag um, I agree, I, but I, I I have a theory as to why Future State was the way it was. But Infinite Frontier launched with an issue zero, I believe it was last week, um, and a couple new DC books. Um, I'm I I read the zero, and I'm actually quite into what's going on right now. I I like Dark Side. I don't really like I'm I'm like Dark Side over Thanos. Um, okay. and he's finally back, and it seems like he's not back in a. They're calling him True Dark Side now, um. So I, I don't, like you know when they first made him, and he's all crazy, and then as time goes on, you have to nerf these characters because you're like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. And <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, he's come back. I think he's gonna be on on that like 1970s bullshit or, <laughs> or whatever. Like um, but yeah um, I think if you're a DC fan who hasn't read comics in a while. If you're a DC film fan, if you're just a fan of comics, it's a good time to um, it's a good time to jump in and get like from from a new and get a new story. Those people that were well, um that liked Tim Fox's oh sorry not Tim Jace Jace's Batman, it seems like it Black might man. still be going in that di- <laughs> it might still be going in that direction. Um, Josh, I wanted to ask you, did you read the Green Lantern Future State book? I read bits of it. So I read the, I think I read the, like the first chapter with the uh, Mexican uh, Green Lantern. I didn't read the, the the Black Green Lantern Girl, if that's what you're talking about. And I also read yeah. bits of um, John Stewart as well. Because the whole concept of Green Lantern, I kind of like, but I just feel like the film was such a drag that it's never been resurrected properly again. So if DC can pull their freaking finger out, hopefully... They'll do something nice with that. But I'll be honest with you, my my thing is with 
the comic book world is I'm not well, I'm not as versed in it as I would like to be. Um, I Levi gives me um, suggestions and I check it out from time to time. There was a time that I was really into it. And I think that was when Scott Snyder did his first little run in Batman and the Night of Owls, which I think is incredible. And hopefully they do that in the movies, which I think they might be doing. You just like Snyder's then apparently. So that's your thing. There you, go. <laughs> you just like Snyder's. That's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kinda, like, if we're gonna just dive in a little bit into that freaking into the Snyder Cut, which is coming out in like what is it, ten days now? Yeah, yeah, please go for it. Stop doing the trailers. Just give me the film now. I'm, I'm over, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> stop doing the trailers. Just give me the movie now. Like you're, you're. I don't like the way it's been laid out because, like, whoever saw, um, uh, head's gone out. My my brain's gone. Um, breathe. Um, no, gets gets his rollout for his album was freaking phenomenal. Now, if Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, sorry, did the same thing for his goddamn film, I'd be okay with it. But this guy is just like, you're doing too much. Just give me the movie now. Uh, it feels and, a bit forced, yeah. Oh, 100%. And also... But the whole thing is just Zack Snyder stroking his ego. That's, yeah. that's all this is. So, of course, he's going to take his time. Why would he rush? And I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a Zack Snyder fan, but I don't like how he's rolled this out. And I, I generally am almost to the point where, especially when I saw how long the film's going to be, what is it? Four hours, one minute and 28 seconds. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Anymore. <laughs> that, that it's apparently going to end on a, it's apparently supposed to end on a cliffhanger, even yeah. though he's already said they will never make a sequel. Bro, if he could throw himself off that cliff, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But um, yeah, no, sorry, Levi. And just to touch on the last bit as well. I don't know if you guys spoke about this in a previous episode, but Black Superman. Uh, I, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued with that. I'm intrigued with what, what DC are doing with their movies. I feel like they're trying to be super inclusive and it's upsetting all the neck bids in the world, which is, mm-hmm. I find it very funny. But um, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I want to see what, they can, what they're going to do. I'm pretty sure there's a black Superman. There, there's like two in the comics. But, I'm okay, sure there's okay, actually a, on, president super, there's a president Superman that's black. Hold on. He's from a planet. There is an He's entire an race of, yeah, there's an entire race of people on that planet. Yeah. There's going to be black people. It's fine. Like, He's relaxed. Not, it's not even about white or black. He's an alien, bruh. bruh. <laughs> Superman's an alien. He's not even he, human. The fact that he has a nose and eyes like us makes no sense. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like he's an alien. Like he's the black, uh, black Superman. He's mm-hmm. a, I think he's the president in Earth 3 or something. Earth 2, I can't remember. Earth I think what, um, so Michael B. Jordan, who I'm a big fan of, I love mm-hmm. that. Say no, say more. But um, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he was like, when he, Oprah asked him about like two years ago, oh, there's a rumor that you're going to be the Black Superman. And he was like, his answer was like a very nerdy comic book answer. And he was like, yeah, I, I don't mind being the Black Superman, but I want it to be Earth 33 Superman. I don't, want it, I don't want to be Clark Kent. It's probably I, that I, one, yeah, that I'm talking about. I think he, he meant it. I think yeah, he meant he, it. So. He's, he's a mad nerd. And like, I'm so here for that. I'm so here for like people who really love like the culture and the kind of... Um, the subject matter like doing the roles because there's like a you can see their passion in it yeah, yeah. i mean uh, even i can't I, I can't even remember who's supposed to be is it is it a, is it snyder or is it abrams i can't who's supposed to be writing or directing this zach, zach so zach abraham is supposed to be uh who zach abraham <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad I, imagine a zach abraham he'd be the most annoying that's, oh <laughs> that's the dark timeline <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. JJ, JJ Abrahams is going to be um, the uh, guy producing it. JJ um, uh, Snyder, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, I, I feel like he didn't even say that it was going to be 
Clark Kent anyway for people to be uh, getting ups. It could easily be the Kal Kal from Earth twenty three. It, it could easily be that guy. Or or isn't there isn't there isn't still black? Still is there? Yeah, a, yeah he, he, is he black? Yeah, I think so. I don't read I don't read Superman comics. I'm not gonna lie. I might start reading the Superboy. He might turn evil apparently. Interesting. But yeah, have, have you guys watched the show by the way? Have, have you I, I've guys... heard great things. What Superman and Lois? Yeah. I haven't, but I've heard it. I heard it. I've heard it's good, but I don't like CW shows, so mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've heard this this um I've heard this fits that CW kind of vibe. Like having Flash in the CW verse is a bit silly. But I feel like this is supposed to be like some family drama kind of vibe or something like like kid drama. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Hard pass. Hard pass. Um, I feel like I'll give it a go, but like I've given other CW shows a go, and I've always come to the same conclusion. It's just not for me. Like it's just yeah. not my cup of tea, and that's fine. Like you know you're I, enjoying it. Cool. I I like Green Arrow. Oh, Arrow. The Arrowverse, like seasons one, two, three. Season two of that was good. The one with yeah. uh, Deadshot. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but he was basically playing Batman and not really Green Arrow, and I think that was. Yeah, point. that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, a lot of people are like he's basically being Batman. But where's and, the problem? And Flash season one, I don't care what anyone says. Flash season one was TV gold. I TV. Gold. I've heard. I've heard Flash literally just goes. It just goes down. But it started very high. I've heard it started very oh, high. Wait, the mm-hmm. season finale of one was incredible. Like, and I'm not really the biggest Flash fan. But season one was so good. Like Grant Gustin as the Flash is phenomenal. But I I, I fell off the Flash as well. That show. Mm. Yeah, but just to circle back to the comics, uh, for anyone interested, like I said, there's an issue zero out, and the way the last kind of phase ended was Wonder Woman restarted the multiverse. All that new Fifty Two stuff's gone. Well, not gone, but everything happened now. Everything's happened, so there's no kind of retcon. All history is history. And the way issue zero is, is it kind of, it's basically just window shopping through like the, the Spectre is taking Wonder Woman because she's like, she's a god now, like she's ascended and he's taking her to see all of her friends, see what they're doing. And basically it just gives you a taster for each. Like they're like, oh, let's go see Batman. And it's like, you can see what kind of stories are going to stay in Batman. They're going to see what kind of stories they um do in Green Lantern. That's why I asked you about Green Lantern because... I'm not familiar with Green Lantern, but when they went, like, it was like, there was two black guys and a black girl or, like, a brown girl. And I was, I didn't know who any of these people were. There's a Mexican one. There's a Mexican girl. Is she, like, a teenager or something like that? Nah. Oh, you're talking about Jessica Cruz. You're talking about Cruz, right? Yeah. Yeah, No, not her. Not her. Not her. I know who she is. But, um, yeah, so if you're into it, read issue one, read issue zero, and you can, from there, be like, oh, I'll read that or read that or whatever. So, yeah. This might be a okay, good jump in time for me too, because like I've been sleeping on DC for too long. I need to like catch up. I think Batman's. Go- I hate admitting it, <laughs> but I think Batman's about to get interesting. Up, Batman lives in a house now. He lives in a. Ha- he just lives in a house. Like Gap- Lucius Fox has everything. You what? Um, read it, Josh. Read it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, on to the main event, guys. <laughs> We're talking One Division. Snitches end up in ditches. According to Paul Bettany. Vishon, <laughs> <laughs> you mean? Listen, I... Yeah, Vishon. Like, that, he, he says it so... It just doesn't sound very believable. He, he's saying it to Letitia Wright as well. But anyway, so the finale's played out. And we're just going to talk everything about WandaVision. What we liked, what we didn't like. Did it live up to the hype? You know, 
would we want the limited in the series to be removed and have a season two? So yeah, I'm going to start with a very basic question. Josh, what's your thoughts on the Fulani? I think it was perfect for the show. Um, but would I say it was the finale that I wanted? Maybe not, but I'm not disappointed. I think it was about, it was, it was, it was literally about exploring wonder, wonder's pain. And like the ending of it was perfect for the show. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit upset because I think by episode four or five, you thought like this show was going to go somewhere else and it didn't go there, but I'm fine with it because it was perfect for the show. I agree. Absolutely. Totally. Um, there was like, there, there was a lot like for me, because I don't really know the subject matter for um, Vision and Wonder. Like, I just I have no idea. Like, I've not really read like any of the comics. So, a lot of this for me was like fresh and like new and like very surprising. So, like, when people are like talking about Agnes and going, oh my God, oh my God, I was just like, I'm uh, of course I'm surprised. I have no idea what's going on. Like this is this is amazing to me. <laughs> so I I kind of had like a very fresh experience of watching the whole thing. So I I enjoyed it immensely. Um, there were some ropey moments, but like the whole thing stuck because it was like very cohesive in the story it was telling and it knew kind of where it was ending. So I'm I'm super happy with it. Yeah, Ram. Mm. It was underwhelming to me, but yeah. I, when I was thinking about it earlier today, I did. I have to give it props for the fact that I was very like emotionally invested in what was happening, and that like I I felt really upset when like Wanda was saying goodbye to Vision and stuff like that. So like I was, I was there. I just like I don't know. There were like little things like that fight between Wanda and Agnes was just so like mm-hmm. it was a bit meh and I don't know whether it's because like maybe like in the boys and like I don't know I've been seeing loads of really cool girl fights and this wasn't one of them <laughs> so I don't do you know, know. It, it, um, it felt like old school anime to me like do you know where like they do a move and the other one like discusses the move for like 10 seconds yeah, then they do another very... move and like Shh. they're like ah oh, I saw you did this move yeah like, so <laughs> that was a bit sucky but it would yeah it was emotionally there for me so I'll I'll take that I guess yeah um i think i'm i mean i i wouldn't say that i initially thought it was underwhelming but i think the hype train kind of made people expect too much from like you know from what we actually got i mean everyone was expecting all sorts of um crazy twists and things like that you know because it's marvel it's the mcu you kind of expect something really um like left field even the um post credit scene which which we'll discuss both of them because there were two they were just quite um they were just like okay it it shows you you know it can it shows you where we'll talk about it but it's like again there was no like oh my god like what like do you know what i mean um we, we will talk about some of the the the, the lies that the internet created um and also the, there's this marvel issue of like um i was tell, talking to around about this about getting the character having to fight the a character that has the same kind of uh skill set as them yeah like the and and like you know like black panther and killmonger i'm trying to think now <laughs> Thank you Iron for Man, me. Iron Man, because there's there's the I 
burst out laughing. I had to pause it because I couldn't stop laughing because it reminded me of an episode of Futurama. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where they open the parallel universes mm-hmm. and Leela's fighting Leela. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now, now, perfectly symmetrical violence doesn't solve anything. That is the Marvel formula. Oh, well, Ant-Man. Naruto, you know when they were fighting their clones? Mm. Okay, that's random. But no, yeah. It was so underwhelming because I was oh, like, yeah, why yeah, don't yeah. you just like swap? Like, it would be more interesting if To swap, yeah, that's true. But Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the yellow man, yellow jacket, that it's, it seems to be just just the thing, isn't it? Like you, you you know get this power, you're cool until some other guy has the power too, and then you beat him up because you're the protagonist. But I um, still think they should have called him Other Wasp. Like, oh my god! Like... <laughs> but um, apart from that, I thought it was good. I love the philosophical debate between Vision and Vishan. Um, and yeah, I think again, I think taking out the MCU hype and just and just like thinking about the show as just a TV show, I uh, I think the ending was. I think the finale was good. And I think it did stick the landing. Do you guys think it stuck the landing? Mm. I still feel like in my heart of hearts, a little bit hurt when they tucked the kids into bed and they left. And you know, I was like, God damn. Yeah, that was dark. That was wild. (laughs) It was so wild. I was like, why couldn't both of them just get into the bed with one kid each? And that, because the kids were just by themselves and they said I don't know that really helped me but were they really there in the first place <laughs> <laughs> okay after finishing the whole series did any of your opinions uh change did you like it more did you like it less um no not really uh, oh sorry I was just gonna say 100 percent because um for me like I said like I think when we did our halfway midway review Marvel are really cookie cutter. Um, they, they don't really have a lot of depth. I mean, I did have this conversation with my sister and she was like, well, that's not necessarily true because you saw the depth of Iron Man. Throughout yeah, the Captain America, the second one. Even, yeah. Civil, even Civil War was kind of deep. Mm, Winter yeah. Soldier was, was a exploration into war crimes and like culpability as well, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah maybe, the... maybe I'm just a hater. More I think that. what you mean is, I, sometimes it's the it's way, yes, yeah. it's formulaic. It never kind of breaks the barriers, and it never makes you. Sometimes something can like a film can be written and directed in such a way that it proper touches you, even if you didn't want to feel that way. And I feel like sometimes in Marvel, it's very like cue sadness or cue yeah. guilt, like do you know what I mean. And the yeah, biggest one is cue laughter. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah so it's like. It does, it, they can explore things deeply, but it's in a very like, here's this, you should react in this way. It's not like, like you said, Asin, it's not done in a in a very original um, way. Which... 100%. And I feel like this is the total opposite of that. Because I remember watching WandaVision at the beginning thinking, what the hell is this? And then when I realized what it was, has a woman's story as a main character been done so beautifully before by any comic book? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think... It's important for other people to see that a woman's TV show can connect to everyone so lovely without actually being like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, without it being manly. Women can stand on their own right within the comic book field. So why can't they do this throughout everything? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's Mm, what I think. I think that's the powerful message from this is that you can make a, a, a TV show about a woman grieving and it being done so beautifully that it connects to everyone on every single level. And I think, and pro- like props to Marvel for doing that. Like allowing the creative, allowing the creatives to really tell such a wonderful story 
to connect on so many different levels, for it to be, become one of the best shows, definitely this year, one of the best shows for, for probably for a very long time. Do you know what I mean? It was a credit to Marvel. Mm. Yeah, just following on that, it's like what we said last week, in last week's episode, yeah, last week's which episode. you should go check out, of just like, sometimes I feel like when they portray women on screen, that it has to be basically like a manly woman, Loki, but like I think what was so nice about um, Wonder is like her following her on this like emotional journey and seeing how that impacts everybody else as well which is, we don't really get to see that much in films particularly of this genre let alone like just in general like it's always seen as like a weakness and actually like this is a really powerful woman going through like a really powerful emotion and like how does that come out not good for some people for the people of Westview but still <laughs> interesting for us to watch so. do, do you know what else is like kind of crazy that they they I wasn't really expecting from Marvel as well is they acknowledged that like kind of her actions were wrong do you know what I mean mm. there's a lot of the time like you know they'll have like the swooping moment like kind of in the writing where there's like oh no the superhero is still super don't worry it wasn't actually a crime I think Marvel has Marvel has managed to um build a kind of level of hype <laughs> and excitement that they can tell interesting and different stories and people will still at least kind of want to check it out because at this at this current time you love most of the characters in in the marvel in the mcu and you're like oh i want to follow it's like they have almost successfully managed to transfer what comic book lovers love about the comics when like on the outside looking in sometimes I look at some comics I'm like they're making a um like an orphan comic I don't care about orphan I don't want to read that or, or a star girl comic but please don't isolate that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> internet don't isolate that <laughs> look I've got all the audio I will clear my name um but like uh, like you know like there's people that enjoy characters and will go and follow that character and get told a very good um story and I do feel like Marvel's kind of capturing that at the moment where I wasn't really that excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier but now I saw the other day I'm like oh it comes out in two weeks oh that's nice that's that's soon so I can I'll be getting that content do you know what I mean and I wasn't really and now I'm like oh I'm kind of like what's going on with like I wonder what they're doing now and just to bounce back to what you said about accountability you you wonder you wonder what they're doing I want I wonder (laughs) <laughs> but um, just to go back to what you're saying, I do think the way that they explored the things that you don't think about, like Wanda, oh, okay, she's part of the Avengers, you know, and even during when she was in Civil War, all of that stuff, you never thought about these things. But now you're like, she was literally a homeless person who had nothing but the Avengers, tow- the tower and, and, and the squad. And then post endgame like what was she doing where 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 was she then it makes you think where are some of the other characters post endgame like like that we haven't seen yet like do do you know what i mean it's i think it just it was an interesting way to get us to actually think about what our quote what our heroes are doing outside of quote unquote heroing if you get what i'm saying to be fair i feel like they've been planting that seed though like in terms of the accountability thing that you said because like for ages we've had moments where it's like where you're kind of like with a hero like eh, was that really the right thing to do like even in like spider-man where you're seeing like the repercussions of like what what these heroes have done so i feel like it's not um 
I mean, yeah, it's a good thing that they're continuing. But it's like getting into almost like the psychology because I feel like before we were seeing kind of like the impact that certain superheroes were having on the wider society. But now it's like the, the impact of being a superhero, for example, and experiencing certain things, which is interesting. Um, I've got one other one other point, like while we're still here, like there's a um, like we were talking about like last episode as well, one more throwback. Um, like Marvel had this amazing opportunity, and like in in the same way that Star Wars did, and they flopped it. Like Star Wars, like super flopped. Like having Ray and having Finn and having like um, these minorities and like different demographics in pivotal positions but they had like an established kind of canon and they had like an established universe where people were ready for, for new content. But like with Wonder and Wonder Vision, like they used it excellently. They used this platform to like empower and build and like tell a cohesive story instead of flopping it like episode nine. It was a terrible movie. <laughs> they just, they, um, the Star Wars fans are not ready for new stories. I'm just going to tell everyone that now, because the way these guys are responding to the new books and comics, these guys they want they just they, I don't know what they want. They just want they to just f- want fan fiction. So they should just write it and read it and sell it to each other. They want it's Snyder cuts. No, no, no offense. They want <laughs> Snyder cuts. This is what they the fans just want. What the fan? Yeah, they want, the fan, they want to get George Lucas and like uh, hold him hostage and make him write exactly what they want. That's what these guys want. Right. That's, that's Stephen King's uh, misery. That's that's what that is. That whole book, like you know, with the writer. Gets oh yeah, by yeah. The, is that with the lady the crazed fan? Yeah, yeah she breaks yeah, his legs yeah. to keep and, him to write the book for her ending. Yeah. The benefit of Marvel then, because Marvel casted such a wide net, and now I feel like it's uh, well, Disney's reaping the benefits of it because mm. we're actually seeing these characters develop over our, our eyes. I mean, to be fair, we did start back in two thousand and eight. And now we're getting these this level of depth that I just don't think we ever expected. Because like, I look at, again, I, I mentioned Logan because I think the Logan movie gave you that as well. But again, Logan, again, started like 1999. Like that's when Hugh Jackman first came along with the Wolverine story. So maybe, and again, and I feel like this is what you expect from DC as well. I'm sorry, I always have to bring it back to DC, but this is what you expect from DC. DC, you expect a level of depth or a level of darkness that it hasn't, hasn't produced in the DCEU just as yet. It just hasn't, or it's tried to, Martha, like it's tried to, but it's done it horribly. And that's why it's like, it's, 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 um, it's frustrating for me as a fan, because like right now, there's no stopping Marvel, <laughs> like it literally isn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it because like, hopefully if Marvel does such great content, DC will, will like, like almost like it picks it all up, all tides, it all picks it all up. But this is what I'm hoping for. But God damn it, not with this freaking Snyder cut. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's the thing. But I think with, with DC, I think they do rely too much on their like their Justice League, like their their main was it four or five characters. I think you, I know so many more Marvel characters than I do DC characters. And even when I'm reading DC comics, I'm just like, who are these? Like, who are these? Who are half of these people? And DC, because you you're watching Young Justice at the moment, aren't you, Josh? Like, yeah. there's so many actually good and interesting characters that you like that's what i loved about young justice i'm one of those people that i will pause it and google this character quickly to be like who's this and young justice was very good at just kind of throwing this character that character some people thought it was a bit too much but i i i actually, maybe in the later seasons it was a bit i was about to say that and i think levi we were discussing about this i loved the first two seasons of young justice 
But I'm finding it very difficult to watch season three at the moment. Oh, that's because I'm sure there was that wasn't that when it went to Amazon, not Amazon. It didn't it move to move to HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it I moved. Know. I think they done outside after like two seasons. Did they they something happened and it changed. And and yeah, I remember the last couple of seasons. It was it were it wasn't all that. But I think it's just giving characters space to breathe though and investing them. And I think that's what like the difference between Marvel and DC has been at the moment because I think Marvel deal on a like a multi-layered in a multi-layered way so it's not just that they have had all this time but they've also done little things like you might see this character like for five minutes in one movie but they've given you like a crumb or a reason for you to come back and find out a bit more about them um which is why like we checked into WandaVision because I don't think that many of us actually cared about WandaVision but we knew enough about their story to be like okay well let me just see where it's gonna go and I think that's what DC like they need space to Work. I think I think they're addressing that now, though. I think that's what they're doing because um, yeah. this, this new stage of DC, AT and T, and Walter Hamada. I think what they're doing now is they're exploring so much more DC character. Like we're gonna get a Peacekeeper. Peace, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Oh, John Peace- Cena. Yeah, Peace- John Cena. Peacemaker. Peacemaker is getting his own TV show. You've got um, you've got Gotham. Gotham cops getting their own TV show. And, and I think they're just exploring a lot of, like, we're going to get a Supergirl movie. They're exploring a lot of things. I'm, I'm going to hold my, uh, my um, judgment on DC until I see what they're doing with Flash, if we ever get the special. Mm-hmm. I do think that, I, I don't want to say they need a, a, a shared universe, but I do actually think that they need a connective thread because I'm not saying people need Marvel to, to, to always be mixing with other people. I mean, one of my biggest gripes with Spider-Man is Spider-Man is not the main character of any of his, his, his film. Well, apart from the first one, um, I'm talking about Tom Holland Spider-Man, by the way. He's just he's yeah. just being pimped out, basically. Like, he's like everyone else featuring Spider-Man in his own... Um, thing. Kinda, kinda. Um, I mean, I kind of like it. Like this, this, like... this third one is looks. No, I like I like a Spider-Man story about Tom. Spider-Man. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, I, I really liked Mysterio, so like I'm kind of hard pressed to say that it didn't work into like he was amazing. Like Jake uh, Gyllenhaal nailed it. Gyllenhaal's phenomenal. That's, I mean, that's true. Mm. And to be honest, I think even the next one's going to be good, but it's it's mm. going to be a lot of. But I mean, Spider-Man spent his whole career being pimped out ever anyway. So, <laughs> um, but I do feel like it, we enjoy the connect, kind of connective threads that kind of happen and and yeah. whatnot. Sure. But just sure. like as a kid, though, that that's what you loved the most. Like when you got all your toys and like you could just mix them together as kids. Like this is what we programmed. Like I can have Batman jumping inside with the rock. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love doing that. So like as a child, you you think of these things and it's just like. Now you get to see them in the, in the cinema. And even the episodes, like when we watch TV shows, like Justice League, the TV show was great, but Justice League Unlimited was even better. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm going to ask you guys, top three episodes. Yeah, this is why I was writing down my list. I mean, I haven't I, got a list. I'm just going to try and... It's Agatha all along was the top episode of the season for me. What was that? that was, yeah, it was. yeah, that episode was phenomenal. The pacing was incredible the entire way through. Um, the episode where Pietro turned up, that was another like phenomenal. I think I was four, five, was four. four, yeah, five, yeah, five is my yeah. second favorite. And then the finale, I love the finale, the finale was really good. So Those two episodes were better. So you got five, what was it, five, six, uh, seven, five, then, then 
eight? No, nine. Seven, eight, uh, seven, five, then nine. Uh, I think seven for me is one. Also, I just love, I feel like I love Modern Family and that's kind of the sitcom that the style that they were yeah. going for. So I, <laughs> I found it really yeah. like relatable. Um, uh, I feel like five as well for me. Like, I think also that's kind of when we got to see like the kids a bit more and I really like the kids even though they both looked really is it just me okay Levi agreed with me didn't they both look like they had like adult faces like they looked really old but like on young people it was really creeping me out sometimes I don't know uh, I, I, I kind of know what you mean yeah do you it know was... it's like especially Wiccan <laughs> what was his name I can't remember Wiccan, Wiccan. Yeah. yeah but I can't remember that he was Tommy or oh, yeah. yeah anyway Wiccan. yeah his face I was just like I could see a grown man and I don't like it. It's like um, you know, those troll dolls, like, you know, as a kid, like those little troll dolls with the yeah, crazy hair. Just, I just, um, it's making me uncomfortable. Um, and then I feel like it's between like three and six, maybe. I don't know why. I just, I, yeah, I really liked when Monica came in and kind of like, I feel like that was the first episode where you kind of started to see the cracks a little bit. Um, and I think that a lot of like what intrigued me about WandaVision was like not quite knowing what was going on but being able to like speculate like that was quite exciting because it meant that I was like almost constant well not constantly thinking about the show but I was thinking about it a lot so I really liked those little moments where you kind of were starting to realize the implications of what Wanda has done when you when you see like the characters kind of um be weird or like you know like those little things where you're like I feel like each episode in those two episodes particularly you're like oh crap like oh like or just little things like even when um the mask I can't remember it. what episode it was but the, they were like I think it was when Vision was like why aren't there any children and I was like oh. I was yeah like four. just I guess That's any episode, the same that... episode they they pH your up because they had the big fight yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was five it was five um, okay well, any any episode that just um showed me like the the horror that these people were going through being held hostage was yeah. interesting. I don't know I what agree. that says about um, me, but yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say um six, six, seven, and three. Six because um the setting of six was like my childhood, Malcolm in the Middle. Ram was there when I was like, ah, it's Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and also, I feel like that was one of the episodes where, um, I forget his name now. I'm going to say Pietro, um, where he really got to shine. Boner. Um, his name was yeah, Boner. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, I feel like that that was the episode where we kind of, it was a very, it was, it was quite, it was a tipping point, like leaning from inside the show to like vision trying to literally get out of the um out of the the, 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 hex. the hex um i feel like it was just a very it, it, i was quite like is he gonna get out when he like what's like what's gonna happen next like it and also it was a good show of like what was going on on the edges of the city what was like going on all over the shop um uh, six seven for the same reason as you you know love a bit of modern family um Shout out visions look, looking at the camera when he was yeah I, I like I oh love that so good yeah. yeah I got to get to my wife yeah <laughs> and um three I, I want to say three but I think it might have been two just because that was when it felt no I say three because one and two was a bit draggy but three was when it it was that perfect blend of I'm watching a sitcom but 
it's glitching <laughs> like yes. it's 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 glitching out the whole thing is glitching and it, it really kind of got me like prepared for the rest but I mean to be fair all the episodes onwards I kind of liked after four but I think those three were the points where I'm like yes yes we are here go on Josh, Josh how about you I think for me uh episode six seven and eight were oh. the ones that were really special for me um, just because um, I think um, I go I go to eight first. I think eight was incredible because it showed you the pain of of Wanda, and it's again something honestly never cared about, didn't care about at all until I realised why, and then it was just like, oh mate, she's gone through some stuff, and I think like when she's like, I always lose people, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's like it was like it was almost too much, and then um, yeah, and I think um, seven was cool. Um, because I think was seven the episode where you find out it's um no it was the Halloween episode that yeah, you find out. yeah 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 that was that was that was that was well played because I just didn't I didn't even think it was, it was I didn't even think about that I Drive. knew she I thought she had something to do with it yeah, but we'll get on it. we'll get on to that actually slightly spooky <laughs> um and then um yeah and then I, I think like seven was also a really good episode I mean I think like the second half of, of it was great um it was just yeah again i feel like it made the show made the show a classic it made it literally made the tv show a classic and and like again i don't i'm shocked that i'm saying this about disney but well done especially especially <laughs> well done, house of mouse yeah yeah well done you guys <laughs> um well done. <laughs> like, um, like star wars was so disappointing and then but your marvel stuff is just incredible i do you know I, i'll go as far as saying like I liked I liked the um I like I like the first um uh, Avengers Endgame, like part one. Infinity War. Infinity War. In the second one, meh, there was like showpiece elements in it, which was sick. But I was like, meh. But this, I would say this is probably I think for me, probably one of the best things that Marvel's ever produced. Okay. Disney Marvel anyway. Okay. Nice, nice. Mm. Okay. Are we gonna talk a little bit about just spoiler things and and, and nitpicking other things? before we close out. Um, was anybody else missing a cameo yeah, from anybody? We got, prom- we got promised a cameo and nothing happened. Yeah, I was like... Mm-hmm. So I've heard... I, I don't know how um, true this is, but because I think it was... Apparently what it was, was during an interview, someone asked Paul Bettany about a cameo. So it it's one of those things that kind of got blown out of proportion his name is Evan Peters and apparently Paul Bettany was excited to work with Evan Peters but but people were so and and actually that would have been I mean it kind of was a that was the camera it was a good moment but I think because we were the whole season people were like Reed Richards Doctor Strange Mephisto people were saying nightmare people were saying all sorts of all sorts someone said evil tony stark um <laughs> like there was all sorts of that like, there's a uh, there's an evil tony, tony stark the the, the no, there's an Patrick. actual yeah, yeah, evil yeah, tony cool. stark in the comics i just can't remember his name um but pe- probably people were saying batman but um like you know like they, it was we we got we got nothing we got we got ralph boner <laughs> we got a boner joke L- listen listen I am not gonna count that as a negative. That was a positive. No, that was amazing. no, it was no, not. Chef kiss. Look, if 
if you can, in your serious show about someone's grief and loss, take a nine episode arc for a dick joke, I am proud of you. Well played. Like, well played. Do you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a troll. It's a successful yeah, I, troll. Yeah, they do like to take the piss sometimes. Sometimes. But I just I, I, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but that was that was I mean that was on brand though. This was too much though. Like this was like quick. Dude. They they brought him in. Everyone. Oh god. I, oh my they, days. They could have played that clip of that dude being like mm, Guardian. It was perfect. No, but- <laughs> they got all of you. Like- <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I would find that funny still. Um. Was there anything that you guys thought that the show as a whole missed or could have like been better if it included? Um, there was like my only real like gripes and issues were like the the chunky CGI for the magic. Like, do you know where she's like floating and it looks goofy as all hell? Yeah. And like she's holding the leashes and it looks goofy as all hell. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That was the only stuff that really like bothered me. Like there was there's moments where you were just like, this is very t- it was, to be serious. It was TV. It, it felt TV. Yeah, it, TV. Oh, you could see the budget. And I was like, for everything else up to this point where they're really showing off the budget, the the the, the shitty leashes, what? <laughs> what are we no, doing? I think what I noticed for Ram, what I was saying to Ram was like when she was like blasting um when Agnes was blasting Wanda, it just felt. I I saw the CGI. I, I saw the green screen. Mm-hmm, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I I was way. I was actually really impressed with the production of the show. Anyway, and I think I actually I was like, okay, there we go. I would I, I would be a bit not worried, but I would. I mean, in an ideal world, we would like TV to be on par with films. But you expect yeah, you ex- yeah, but you expect you expect the but you expect it to be just a little bit down because you're you're making how many hours is that like it's more than a, than a than a film but yeah i agree with you too fair um i don't think i really had anything to be honest that i can think of would i like to see i feel like all Doctor the Strange? other yeah i, I maybe a bigger cameo but i'm fine with that because i guess that just leaves me wanting to know more um and also i just feel like the other avengers i know they got stuff going on but no one could have have checked on wanda like that's just and that's I don't want that in the narrative, but I'm just like you guys are all bad friends. Who's no, I, I, I want that going forward. I want them to, to oh, talk wait, about I've that. pretty thought of Red Widow and um, Red Widow, Black Widow, but she's dead. Black Sorry. Widow's dead. Yeah, I know, I forgot. No, Jeremy no. Renner's got family. Who else is no, there? Um is it, is it, hold Captain on, hold America on. is old. He's got time to be writing letters. Wait, he to could people. he could be dead. <laughs> No, he's got time. He's got I, I hope, like in the next movies or whatever, when they assemble all together, like Where's they're all Wanda? sitting around the table. Then one, no, no, just Wanda sitting there, just kind of oh. being like, "So where the fuck were all y'all? Like, what happened? Like, I was yeah, there for a year. Stuff. Like, what's going on? I've got, I've got to look out. Black Panther will be doing like what kind of things? Yeah, but all you have to do is send her a letter. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, but no, if- no, 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 no. We have phones. This okay, yeah, even a phone now, phone. future kind of now. So you expect like... Captain America to be able to ha- uh, maneuver a phone yes, and call one back? The Falcon, the Falcon ain't a boomer. Falcon don't care about Wanda. The hell, yeah, but, but they used to <laughs> I feel like they used to kind of, you know, they, they... who who is really gonna call... the only person I think Hawkeye is the only one I think would call Hawkeye. Def- what the hell? Yeah, no, Hawkeye. Yeah, he has yeah, no excuse yeah. not to yeah. be slacking. Yeah, Hawkeye, you're slacking, bro. I don't know what's going on. But he's got his child, isn't he? He's training his child. To... Um, uh, uh, Iron Man's girl. 
Who? J- Pepper Potts. Potts. Pepper Potts. No, I don't feel like. I think it would be Renner because he had that connection with her yeah. in um in Age of Ultron. And he didn't... tried to, you know, the whole thing with Pietro as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- shame on, shame on you, Hawkeye. We want an explanation. <laughs> um, let's talk about the post credits. Oh wait, sorry, Josh. Was there anything you would have liked to? Uh, I think. <sighs> It's, it's a little bit upsetting how it felt like they were going to open up the X-Men universe and they never did. Oh, yeah, my God. That was a tease. I mean, they still might, tease. but... No, I mean... But... I think they've got to plan it out more. That's probably why they're not making any yeah. They're just kind of, like, teasing us. But I don't like it. Don't play with my feelings like that. But, like, I feel like we're going to get the X-Men in, like, 2030 or something. Which Bro! Some... <laughs> when the Olympics happens, that's when we're going to get X-Men. Someone said, I can't wait for Apocalypse in 2050. And, and it made me realise, yeah, that, like, this 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 universe is going to go longer than me, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sad. Like, like I'm going to be... I'm going to be... But, I'm gonna have Alzheimer's. Like, I can't remember the first film. I'm, like, it's sad. The, the craziest thing is, right your, your kid might grow up and actually be in it. Because it would probably be like around long enough, like. But yeah, when you think about like the time between each films and all the plans they've got, it's like, and with the X Men stuff, and yeah, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. <laughs> Hold on, the golden question I've been seeing, yeah. How did Sword get Vision's body out of Wakanda? His body wasn't in Wakanda. His body, His he body died in Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> he was. Oh, I think they just goofed. But then again, didn't like. Like <laughs> I think they goofed. Yeah. Like. Sorry, like, is there is there something I well, well I sh- mm, unless Tony took him between Infinity War and Endgame, I think he probably would have, or even Hulk. To be fair, what was but, your thought, Josh? No, I was just saying, um, maybe because Sword was still like the strongest outfit, because uh, like when he was talking, like Sword was like, yeah, a lot of things changed, and and uh, it's da 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 whatever he said. So it's like they were probably the strongest outfit at the time. So. I, I, I refuse. Like, unless, unless Tony, the only, the only possible thing I can think of is if Tony took Vision out of Wakanda because we just didn't see Vision after Infinity War. He was just gone in it. So unless Tony took him, and then after he died, Sword was like, "Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll grab that." But if he stayed in Wakanda, there's no way Sword would have went into Wakanda and took that. No way. I mean, but you also like Wakanda was basically destroyed. I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone could have snuck in and like <laughs> they could have because disappeared. Like bare people had just been like, we don't know what was going on. There. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, bit wrecked. I mean, maybe I don't know. But anyway. Post credits, Josh. You said you did. You said you didn't see both of them. Did you see any I, of them? I've, I ain't seen any of them. <laughs> ha- Hassan, no. What? Oh my! I God. I am so sorry. Oh I, I I goofed. <laughs> I admit that. All right, I'm gonna just walk you through it quickly. There were two. I think what kind of this maybe not disappointed me. I feel like I wouldn't. Not that I needed a cameo from someone, but I would have. And I and I like the show on its own, but. They, you know, the way Feige kept pushing this, like saying it's going to lead into multiverse of madness, it's going to lead into multiverse of madness. I feel like I didn't get much as a casual viewer to be like, this is going to lead into another film. It felt very much like this is the end. Um, just to go through the two post credits, um, I'll very like briefly. So the first one had Monica Rambo after everything's done, all the like, you know, to clean with the clean up, the police, everyone's there, FBI, everyone's all there, like shaking hands, pat on the back. And then one of the agents brings Rambo into like a private theater and it turns out their agent is a Skrull 
and um says to Monica, I've heard you've been grounded. Um basically, long story short, go link Samuel Jackson. <laughs> go All link these assholes. <laughs> yeah, just, so I can't, man. So clearly they're you know, we already know that she's gonna be in um Captain Marvel 2. So that's basically that setup. You know, she's gonna be with um she's gonna be basically in sword now that that guy's gone the bad guy's gone Haywood. Um, Haywood. this male um and then the oh, second wait 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 that wait. was actually my gripe um for the show it was my biggest gripe throughout the entire show the baddie was the most lackluster writing for a baddie like, it was the so the, generic like, the, it was it was awful it was awful it was lazy and like with how much effort and like how much time and like how much kind of um Craft has gone into the rest of it. I was like, "What the hell are you was, doing for the yeah. big bad guy?" My guy came out the truck, tried to shoot the kid, then tried to get back in the truck. They caught him by cars. What was he trying to do? The reason I'm giving that a pass because it wasn't really about him. So yeah, that's true. He could have been better. Like he was just annoying. But like, I guess they did a good job on focusing so much on Wanda and her journey. I was like, yeah. In, in fairness, Levi, like if imagine you come out of a truck and you try to shoot two super kids <laughs> and it didn't work, what else would you do but get back in the truck? You're like, yeah, that's gosh. true. Still, <laughs> that, is, that is true. I would be like, let's just, can we, I'll be like, can we pretend that never happened? <laughs> reverse, reverse. <laughs> just back up. Um, so, yeah, the first post credit is basically baiting for Captain Marvel 2. Obviously, you know, Rambo got her powers we didn't see too much i would have liked to have seen a bit more i mean to be fair this is i guess this is more of a introduction for the character um just to briefly speak on my thoughts on her i liked her i i, I want to see more of her but um i i still i need more like exploration of her, her character i feel like we didn't really get it, it clearly wasn't about her she's better than um what I saw in Civil War too, in the comics, I, she was so forgettable. Oh, Spectrum. Yeah. Apparently, there's a really good comic. Is Ultimates. It's got Spectrum and it's got that. Is it Blue Marvel? The black guy that's like the most powerful guy in Marvel, but he's never anywhere. They need to <laughs> stop. I, doing I mean, that. her powers are like ridiculous as well. Like she's no, nah, but Blue Marvel's like OP. Blue Marvel's o- o- OP. He's the he. I think in Marvel, I think he. Had, in this arc, someone took off his mask and they were like, oh shit, he's black. And then the president was like, <laughs> president was like nah, get that him is, out of here, man. No, I think is... he said to him, like, yo, you can't be here no more because you're black. <laughs> uh, something like that, anyway. Go read the, go read the listen, comic in it. Don't take my listen, word for it. That is too good of a satire on like comic book readers to exist. That's just, that's too clever. Like, yeah. It, it, I, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna check out that comic now. Just, just as I said that now. Um, but yeah, so that's the first post credit. The second post credit scene was literally just Wanda in a mountain, and she's she's there, and then it go. She's she's sitting outside this cabin drinking a coffee, and then we go inside the cabin, and she's like astro projected in in her wonder in her Scarlet Witch suit reading. Uh, through the dark hold um and as she's reading through it you can hear one of the children like saying help or where am i or something like that so it's alluding to her using the dark hold to try and bring her kids back basically um something they did they didn't God. exist we don't need to do this <laughs> i mean well in well, this is this is how they came about in the comics isn't it well it's a bit different but 
She so Agnes used some of Mephisto's soul to make the kids in the comic, and then they went away. But then eventually, they she made them again. I can't remember how, but so that's the thing. Um, I've listening to some other people discuss it. I've been told that the mountain that she's on is a particular mountain, and um, it obviously she was astro projecting, and who else astro projects? Doctor Strange. Um, I think the speculation is going to be that Doctor Strange might need the Dark Hold for something in um, in his film, in Multiverse of Madness. It's his favorite mention- MMA move, the Dark Hold. Oh God! Oh my days! <laughs> I did mention him before, I guess, as well. Um, um. So yeah, that was pretty much that was pretty much it for the post credit scene. I mean, obviously, you guys can go and um, yeah, I would uh, eventually, but, eventually. Yeah, they weren't really. It wasn't like it. it they weren't like. Of all the post credits that they had during the season, they had a couple as well. Uh, these were a bit. I did. Enjoy, I did. I, I did like the thing of like, okay, Rambo's gonna be in space now, but you know. I think the Rambo one was fine because usually there's like one to set up the next something else, and then, then ones, yeah. But then one is usually to be like, oh my god, and that I was. Uh, I, was I think they were both quite set, set up, but in a yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna ask for a final score. From you guys, out of ten, uh, eight. 5. I'm gonna give an eight. Eight point five. I'll say eight. I'll say a solid eight. I give it nine point five. Oh, all right. <laughs> You're the optimist in the group. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I like one of And I guess we'll be back with our Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. <laughs> but yeah, that's an episode. That's our WandaVision review. Go check it out, guys. It was, I mean, let's be real. You guys probably did check it out. Uh, um, but before we go, uh, what have you guys been doing? Um, I've been playing like a bunch of games actually recently. I've been... Um... I've been playing Apex as usual. I've kind of gotten like really addicted to Apex. Um, this puzzle game called Carto, it's like really grabbed me. Like, um, I put like a little review of, uh, up on the Twitter about it. It's really good fun. I highly recommend it. Um, super cute, beautiful art style, amazing music. Like the puzzles themselves are not, they're not difficult. It's just like super relaxing kind of gameplay where you just find that zen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing a bunch of uh, Stardew Valley again. Like I've been getting back on the update and just like smashing through that. Like it's really good fun. They're putting a lot of work and a lot of like new content into the game. Um, the same with Animal Crossing. Just been like reading my island. Put like a small kind of update on our Twitter about like what I've been working on up there as well. Yeah, it's just that's that's about it for me. <coughs> nice, Ram. Um, you know me, busy, busy, so I don't actually really have time anymore. But uh, I've just been—I played a bit of Zelda. Um, I will finish the game. I'm just basically trying to um do all the shrines before I go and fight Ganon. Um, so that's taken me a while, and I've been reading loads of manga. So I'm reading Watakoi, Love Is Hard for an Otaku, and um, just the usual stuff. And Jujitsu Kaisen. Mm, yeah. Josh, Josh, Josh. Jujitsu Kaisen. Levi put me onto it. I, I put Josh it. onto it. Yes. Oh, I banged it all out in like two days. It was like... It was, it was so just, good, like, man. So good mm. to it. Like, because I'm not really... Like, I don't really watch a lot of anime. Literally, if, if Levi suggests 
to watch something. I ha- I'm very, yeah. I'm very particular with what I show. What I, I know, Josh, I have to, I can't just throw everything at him. Like, I have to pick the very, the, the cream of the crop. Like, Vinland Saga. Yeah, Vinland Saga. Ooh, I can't wait for season two. But, um, yeah, no, that was, yeah, it was really good, man. It's so, fu- like, it's funny. It's it's cool. The fighting styles are amazing. It's a combination of all the animes that I used to watch growing up, really. And I think that's what makes it cool. Like, it's mature, but also... Yeah, man, really heroic. I enjoy it a lot, man. It, there's there's a lot of concepts in it, and I like what I love about animes is that some the best animes I feel are the ones that make you fall in love with every single character, yeah. and that's what this yeah. one does. And this is it's why I love One Piece because I love every single character in One Piece, and and it's it's why I love this show as well. Like it's it's just so good. It's not just about the main character; it's about everybody in the universe. And and I think best the best um, animes do that. I feel so. But yeah, it's that. And what else am I doing? I'm not really playing a lot of games lately. Like I said, um, I got my girlfriend all of Watchdog. She she loves them every single one of them. It's it's the weirdest thing. Um, so waiting for Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect: The Legendary Edition comes out this month, isn't it? Yes. I'm I actually can't now. wait for Hassan to play this. Yo, this is and this we're, gonna, got... we're gonna have to stream it. Like, <laughs> gonna yeah, I, I I'm I'm here for this. I'm fully here for this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that game is gonna be awesome, man. I feel I feel like I think that's gonna be the game that's gonna get me back into gaming. I feel because Mass Effect is just wonderful. It's so good, man. It's so good. Um, as for I'm myself, so um, I'm still dying on this Octopath Traveler hill. I'm nearly there, though. I'm nearly there. I'm 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 like a hundred hours in, <laughs> and um, you know, you know, all my characters are level sixty. You know, you know. I mean, I'm in the end game now. Every um, time I like log in to like Switch and I'm playing any of like the bunch of games, I just see you on October. My friend said to time. me like, "I want to play Smash Bros with you," and you're always, "What is that game? Like, what is?" It? I'm like, "Bro, just leave me, please, just leave me alone. If I come off this game, I'll never go back into it. <laughs> I need to, fi- I need to finish the fight." Um, but yeah, I've also been playing a ton of Valorant. I've gotten into Valorant recently. Um, a friend of mine is Colio Josh. Um, we we because we both have pc but we don't there's you know it's like do you want do you have this game no do i have this game no so we were trying to find a game that we could play together and we just ended up in valorant because it's free um and it's really it's a it's a you know it's fun hero based shooter you know it's it's csgo meets overwatch that's exactly it it yes exactly that and it it's really fun um so yeah i've been playing those two i've obviously been reading the um infinite frontier stuff in dc um the i've been reading they've they've started a is it the crime syndicate there's a new that i'm interested in it's the earth where everyone's bad like ultraman the owlman the justice league but bad basically like they like it's quite interesting and also batman um we're seeing the birth of the magistrate that was in future state so there's some interesting new stories going on. Obviously, we've got Yara Floor coming in. Nubia's the new queen of Themyscira. You know, it's all good times. Um, and I read, I've started that new, um, blah, 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 say John Wick's comic. Um, Keanu Reeves' comic, Berserker. So I read this issue, yeah. It is, did you read it, Hassan? Mm-hmm. It was wow. great. It was it's great. wild, man. <laughs> it's wild. I, I wrote gnarly. That's what I put down when I read it. I was like, just a quick all, <laughs> synopsis is this guy can't die, but he comes pretty close. <laughs> that's, that's it, it, it's um like 
it's it's kind of like berserker as well like guts just get infinitely like it's mangled berserk by things in modern day so yeah it's, <laughs> it's so good man it's so good it's like um turn your brain off kind of like oh, i'm gonna watch some great action and then you you stop and you think and you're like holy shit this is kind of horrifying it's the wild. fact that he can't die and he knows like, like a guy shot his nose his nose gets shot off he oh, gets man. burnt alive and it's like it's not that invincible like superman and vulnerable like this he no, looks no, no. like he's in pain <laughs> he's feeling all of it like it's yeah. but it's really world. really interesting so i know a lot of people don't really like jumping in the marvel dc it's a bit too overwhelming so you know berserk asks his own thing go check that out um, I just want to have a do a quick shout out to this film I watched the other day. Me and Ram watched it, and it was quite pleasantly surprising. It's called The Art of Self Defense. I don't know if anyone's actually seen it. I know it. about it. I've not seen it. It, it so it, yeah, it has um, Jesse Eisenberg, the worst Lex Luthor, but um, um, <laughs> <The> Riddler. <laughs> he, but he's um, it's it's this film about him. He's quite a he's quite a introverted. He's the most awkward. He's kind of ever he's like that when he's Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, but like to a hundred, like I'm awkward, but that I felt uncomfortable at times. It was but very then, like Sheldon esque kind of like but worse. Yeah, and he's he's and then one day he gets robbed and uh, Josh, I think you would like this film actually. So he gets I robbed know. and attacked. So then he he buys a gun and then he basically eventually finds this um, martial arts class and um it turns out this martial arts class is like he goes there it's cool and then there's a night class and it's like. It's super masculine. Like it is really. Weird. I just want to say it's this once. There's, there's this one scene, and I can't remember. You probably have to correct me. What did he say? He said, "When you have sex, the woman is pleasing the man, uh-huh. and then I can't remember what else it was." He's like, "And the man pleases the woman," and he's like, "But in karate, it, it's like just men and men." While he's massaging this guy, is it is just so. Weird. <laughs> but it's like it's it's like it's but it's a very it's a dark comedy and it's a very interesting look at masculinity and hyper masculinity is very, it's, it's quite interesting. Before the movie came out, the director was talking about it and like kind of like the, the conversation about toxic mis- uh, masculinity and like the idea of like the macho man. And it's oof, man. I, I really want to, I really want to watch it. This is the- <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ram, I, I interrupted yeah, you. No, 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 it's like, no, I just, that, I can't remember. What it was but it's just, it's so like, this guy like has like this little Dashun dog and the, like the guy re- replaces the dog. There's a lot of, it's fun, it's fun. It's just, it's like, it's like, it's a funny film, but in a dark, it's very dark. It's not like it's- oh, a sitcom, it's very dark. dark right, right. But it's, it's, it's good, man. I recommend it everyone watch it because i i was i put it on just to have on while i was playing my switch and i was like actually watching a film in the end it's good it's on netflix as well so yeah i forgot we watched it. I'm gonna watch that's tonight. my what you are <laughs> oh and also also i forgot to mention i watched um judas and the black messiah ah uh, yes yes amazing film we, um, oh, we, we might have to do an episode on this so maybe we, do you know what back. yeah we watched coming to america <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do an episode on both of those films. I think they're quite stark parallels, actually. I don't want to watch Coming to America 2. Do it. We've all done it. We've all done it. You have all, right, all, right, all, right, all right, cool. Okay, that's that's a deal. That's a deal. That's a deal. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk and about I, it. You, you know, I love bad movies. So, like, I, I ain't judging. This is totally cool. Like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a fun one with it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's an episode. Um, yeah. Our socials, we have the Queen must run them off. 
We are The Nerd Alternative on Instagram, The Nerd Alternative without an E after the N on Twitter and Reddit. Um, I'm assuming you already know where we are as a podcast if you're listening to this episode, but you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, Podchaser, and loads of other places. Yes. Please follow us as well. Leave a rating and review. That'd be amazing. We highly yes, appreciate it. Yes, yes. And talk to us. We talk mm. back. I- I'm on Twitter, man. I'm just goofing. <laughs> just come yeah, join me. We out here. Twitter, Insta, we reply. And Josh, you also have a podcast. I do. But I seem like I'm more on this podcast than I am on I'll be honest with you. People who are football fans know the pain that I'm going through. So we made a podcast for all Liverpool fans. And the motivation of trying to do podcasts when Liverpool <laughs> suck is impossible. Like we just, it's just, it's just horrible. It's just horrible right now. So we, we might do it like at the end of the season, maybe. The <laughs> <But laughs> next season. Listen, listen, listen. I was going to say, I'm not a football fan, but like Liverpool fans have been insufferable for like a year. You guys got to go through the bad side too, man. You got to... I went through it all my life. <laughs> I'm used to it. Well, I'm not used to it happening so quickly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's an episode. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. 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 Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers.